Hi, good morning and thanks so much for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 24th of February. In the top news, former MasterCard Chief Executive Officer Ajay Banga is set to be the next president of the World Bank. This after what will be a surprise nomination by US President Joe Biden. Washington is pushing the World Bank to expand its financial firepower and confront global issues such as climate change and public health. 63-year-old Banga currently serves as the vice chairman at US investment firm General Atlantic. Before that, he spent a decade as president and chief executive officer of MasterCard, and he has also held various positions at Citigroup, including as chief executive officer of the Asia-Pacific region. Back home, the central bank will be attempting to expand the wholesale digital rupees use cases through the technology of distributed ledger and account-based central bank digital currency, or CBDC. RBI Deputy Governor T. Rabi Sankar said that the central bank is now working on using the wholesale CBDC via distributed ledger and exploring other use cases like call money and money market transactions. Now, e-commerce major Flipkart has tightened its purse strings and will not be giving out an increment for its top 30% employees for January to December 2022 performance development cycle, that is this financial year. That's according to an internal communication sent out to employees. The move impacts around 4,500 employees. That's according to a PTI report. Now, as India witnesses a sudden heat wave across several states in the month of February, it could signal a weaker crop yield, according to SkyMet Weather Services. A possible El Nino condition later in the year could also disrupt the country's agriculture, according to the Weather Forecasting Service. Already, February temperatures have soared 6 to 10 degrees Celsius above normal. In other news, External Affairs Minister S. Jai Shankar has said that the responsibility for the trade imbalance with China also rests on businesses. He called out Indian companies for not developing the right sourcing arrangements. Speaking at the Asia Economic Dialogue in Pune, Jai Shankar said that the government is doing its bit by bringing in policies like the thrust on Atmanirbhar Bharat and made it clear that the massive external exposure puts national security at threat. Now, you're unlikely to remember the date, but it was exactly a year ago that Russia's war on Ukraine began. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was speaking here yesterday when she, on behalf of the U.S., reaffirmed that the country would stand with Ukraine. The U.S. will provide $10 billion in additional economic support to Ukraine in the coming months. So far, it has already offered $46 billion in security, economic and humanitarian assistance. Finally, in data coming in from the U.S., claims for unemployment benefits unexpectedly fell to the lowest in three weeks, signaling unrelenting tightness in the labor market. That's according to a Bloomberg report. Initial unemployment claims decreased by 3,000 to 192,000 in the week ended Feb 18. The median estimate in a Bloomberg survey of economists called for 200,000 applications. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended positive with the Dow and the S&P 500 gaining 0.3 and 0.5% respectively, and the Nasdaq climbed 0.7%. The three early risers in the Asia-Pacific region have also started positive. 
And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day here in India. Morning, Neeraj, and happy Friday to you. What's the tone at the end of the week for the Indian market? Well, it certainly promises to be a day which is slightly different than the past few because we've declined for the Nifty 50s declined for the fifth consecutive day yesterday. But the global markets are now looking a bit okay. And uh, the US markets, as you said, were also in the green. And while technical indicators are still bearish, there are select quant indicators which point to our markets being in the oversold zone. So there may be a bounce back that could come in. Remember though, the positioning isn't the greatest. FI's index futures long shot ratio as of 23rd Feb, which is yesterday, uh, stood at about uh, 0.24, which is a significant decrease since 25th Jan, level of 0.61, which indicates bearishness by the FIs. Their long positions held by FIs in index futures decreased by 5,000 odd contracts since last expiry, but short positions increased by 75,000 contracts. And the last two days of the expiry have seen heavy short buildup by FIs in index futures. So that's something that's to be kept in mind. Uh, multiple sectors have corrected, but none more so than real estate, which is completely out of favor. And most people say that technical bounce backs may get sold into. Underperformer in the last one week as well, the sector has fallen by nearly 7%, with leaders like Macrotech falling 17%, Godrej Properties another 7%, and DLF, which sold off its premium project massively, still correcting by about 5 odd percent. So clearly there is stress in that interest rate sensitive sector. What about stocks in focus today? Well, actually nothing too significant. Mahindra Life Space, a real estate name, Arvind Subramanian, who is the MD and CEO, has resigned from effect of close on May 22nd to pursue his personal interests. Maybe that stock reacts negatively. Sanofi has declared a very heavy dividend, final dividend of 194 rupees and a special dividend of 183 rupees. But compared to Bloomberg estimates, their numbers, the quarter four numbers that they declared, weren't the best. Um, revenues were at 671 versus estimates of 705. Or net profit, while was up 44% at 130 crores, was below the estimates of 161 crores. Maybe dividend saves it, but otherwise uh, slightly below estimate numbers. Or on the other hand, KSB, which is another company which declared its numbers, did okay. Revenues were up 18%, profit after tax was up 42%, EBITDA margins expanded 200 basis points nearly. So maybe you might see a bit of a reaction into this. But remember, these are illiquid names. Uh, copper stocks, Hindustan Copper, Hindalco, Vedanta might be in focus because copper fell the most in two months yesterday because the Fed worries are outweighing any kind of supply risks from the shutdown of a major Panamian mine. So. These are a few names that you've got to watch out for. Sugar maybe rose a little bit, so maybe those stocks react a little. But difficult to say, not too many convincing names, unfortunately, in the session today. So be careful on the stocks, on the index. Maybe, just maybe, a technical bounce can't be ruled out considering that a few indicators are indicating that we are in the oversold zone. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend.